are Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Happy Media Day, everybody. Oh, is it ever. We're here. Happy Media Day, Eric. Thank Happy you. Happy State of the Year. Happy State yeah. of the Year. Eric Garcia Gunderson here with Corbin Smith. Ow, ow. The big Pandy. dog. The big dog. The big dog. And Anand Pandy and, and Sean Hyken here. Full squad. Full squad. Four alphas. Po- post-media day. Yeah, it's hard to like be in a room with you guys. There's just too much alpha energy yeah. happening. Got that, that new Myers-Leonard energy that uh, Damien Lillard was talking about today. The was- ML brand swag was too strong. Oh. Yeah, Myers showed up in full. ML- it really is incredible how uh, every media day just ends up being about Myers. <laughs> no, it was funny because Dame was talking about it, and as he was saying it, he said, I say this about Myers every single year, but really this time... But really this time... But really this time is different. This time it was a different, different energy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I also think you're right. It seems like every year it's kind of about him. But then this year I feel like nobody were like, ah, whatever. Is this the year he's really going to make the Nobody asked him six? any questions. No, like nobody in the – yeah, that, this was the year I think it was different for the media. That yeah. like nobody on the – nobody in the media horde like took Dame's like statement at face value. Like no one was like, so Myers, Dame says that you've been yeah. different this year. What nobody do you said th- that. Nobody, yeah, nobody was like trying to follow the thread of Myers making noise. Myers felt, Myers felt a little defiant up there this year. I, you know, I, I do think that he's probably also probably learned his lesson that like it can't like he, the old Myers, the way he went about things wasn't getting him on the court so he has to try and be... Yeah. But he was he was repping ML Brandon. Did you guys see he was only gonna give us media members ten percent off? Yeah, come on, man! Like you get now, you're free shipping. That's not even like you get you get twice that from a Mac Weldon discount yeah, exactly. on any given podcast. Myers can't hook us up with the with the twenty percent ten percent off. I did it. I did it. I'm I'm working on a story that. Ooh, look at this big dog! Yeah, that necessitated Daily Beast doing, writer doing yeah. journalism, man. Yeah, uh, it's not even, it's for. Uh, Women Week, not to brag or anything. Uh, print publication, hey, print, print publication, print, yeah. Yeah, 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 newspaper. And I and I and I had to do and I had to do interviews sort of on the side uh, because uh, the question that I was asking was like so specific that it just didn't help anybody else in the room. And uh, and I and you know I went to interview Myers and he goes uh, and he says like who are you? Uh, who, what's your name? And I go uh, Corbin because I'm just trying so hard to make sure that he doesn't find out. <laughs> he doesn't find out. Uh, the uh, bizarre, the numerous like out of control bizarre things I've written about him on the internet. Yeah, Corbin, I hate to break it to you, but I've been tagging him in your past tweets already. Oh, well, during his snitch podcast, tag. unbelievable. <laughs> just, just snitch tagging. That, that's yeah. what it's called. Hey, yeah. that, it officially has a whole, name. There was an article in the Ringer about the history of snitch tagging. Yeah, it does sound like some Ringer ass content. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not to say I think you, it's a wonderful I, website. I was say, not to say uh, anything, not to say that I wouldn't like to put my work on. Please, there. Uh, we're, please we're, pay we're me. Pro to do Ringer, it. by the way. Shout out Julie Fayer, uh, the legend from the Warriors. Yes. Got, got hired at the Ringer today. Shout out. Major NBA Twitter move right there. Um, Congratulations to Corbin Smith for getting hired by the Ringer. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Dude. Yeah, but uh, I thought it was you know it was. It was uh, Um, I think one of the takeaways, though, was that 
you know, I think from listening to the media and then talking to also, you know, other people who were there was that Damien didn't seem to really want to entertain anything about the the moves that were made and what they mean. I asked him a question that I thought was like because I remember hearing, you know, the that the Blazers wanted more shooters and that Lillard, I think a lot of times last year against the Pelicans or in other games would have trouble sometimes because there wasn't enough space out there. And I asked him a question about the shooters bringing space to the team. And his answer was basically like a really long-winded say, way of saying, we'll see. Yeah, and Nurk also echoed the same thing, which is kind yeah. of funny. But, I mean, that was also – it was funny he – Damien said that after – uh, Olshay and Stotts talked about how the shooters would do exactly that, provide spacing and three-point shooting, and they didn't seem too optimistic. No, it was it was it was very like they had good they had pretty good spacing last year. I mean, but they did. but but also, uh... I did think it was interesting what Stotts said about the them being ranked last in assists or thirtieth, yeah. yeah, I guess last, and how he said well, a lot of that's just we didn't make shots after you know making passes, so. Maybe, you know, that, that would improve this year with it, these shooters. It's definitely the PR wave that they're trying yeah, to ride course, this year. Is that, like, is that, like, we have better spacing now, so it's going to be great. But, but it's, just, it's just hard not to look at the roster as constructed. Okay, so can we talk about Neil yeah. for a second? Yeah, we can talk about Neil. Yeah, so Neil starts out the day uh, very tan. Uh, very tan. Apparently spent this, uh, the summer in California, which, uh, you know... A little suspect, like I'll say. Yeah, the Oregon summers are great. Yeah, that's yeah, true. I, I mean, I think, on, it, I think it's, you know, I think he could feel the vibes that pretty much everybody in the city hates him right now. Oh, come, oh, come um, on. No, listen, I, I'm not one that, like, I've... Eric's listen, just, Eric's just conveying I'm just, I'm just, the of the city. He's not giving his own personal I don't think. I don't think he, I, I don't think, like, it's just how Blazer fans are right now. They're upset yeah. with him. And it's like, everybody on Twitter's like, I can't believe Neil Shea still has a job, et cetera, et cetera. Like... I would leave town too. Uh, I'm serious. I would. Please stop screaming, Eric. <laughs> I wonder. Um, I wonder where Neil Olshay eats. Uh, God, yeah, I should have asked him. You should have asked him. Yeah. I definitely wanted to get Terry and felt weird about it, so I didn't. But okay. Anyway, you'll you'll read an article by me and Willamette a week later this week. Uh, but um, but but Neil also was sort of giving like the hey, we have the perspective that uh, you know dudes like uh, Farouk. And uh, Collins and Evan Turner, you know, they're superstars in their own way. And it's, it's hard not to hear him talk and think, we're, we're, we're continuing with the Turner thing, huh? We're just, like, going to continue to act like that the team spacing problems didn't have a win, lot to do with... are going to win 43 games again. Yeah, with, like, the team spacing problems didn't have a lot to do with playing a wing... Who can't shoot. Who is, like, particularly heinous at shooting. You know? And I, and like, uh, I, you know... Uh, seems weird. I think. Uh, do we all kind of think the Blazers are going to be worse this year? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, think they're going to miss the playoffs. Yeah, I think my official prediction is like one win fewer than last year. Yeah, I did think they wouldn't miss the playoffs, but I guess now with Minnesota, Jimmy Butler gets traded. Well, yeah, I think, that's, the they thing get. is, I think Denver will be better. I think Denver will be better. LA. Okay, will be there. we say that every year. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, this is, like Denver, Denver, is Denver, be Denver needs to prove it. Like, like I saw. Mike Malone suggesting that Trey Lyles is going to play small forward this year. Like, I don't believe in – I mean, I, I believe in them to an extent, but I don't think we should be putting them in the playoffs sure, for sure. sure. Like, that's – they haven't earned that. 
But I mean, I think the one th- the one the one change that we definitely know is going to happen now is the Lakers are getting Minnesota spot. Yes, I am not convinced. Okay. <laughs> You want to say that the team that does that has LeBron James is going to not make the playoffs? If you, I if you want to give the take, you can give it. Look, I this is what I think. I think that the Lakers have LeBron James. I think that they also have a bunch of unproven younger guys whose uh, juju is probably going to get jerked around by having to play with LeBron and adjusting their game in that way. And I think that almost everybody else the Lakers signed is a lunatic. I think that like like what it like what is it? Rondo, Lance. JaVale and Beasley, like, there's, like, other than LeBron, there's a few guys they signed who could cost them wins. Yeah. That's what I think. Normally, I would agree with you, Corey, but I think, just look at LeBron, what he did with the Cavs. Yeah. Like, you can't, I, for me now, you can't say LeBron can't do it. Because he can't. If you want to go on record picking a team that has LeBron to not yeah. make the playoffs, you can do I'm that not, if you want. I'm, I'm not, not going to do I'm that. not, like, I wouldn't say I'm, like, going all the way into picking... But uh, I just I think it's a I think it's a sixty forty prospect. That's what I think. Okay. I think that the I think that the Lakers made a lot of weird moves. I also and maybe look, uh, don't tell LeBron I said this, uh, but uh, I think that maybe that dude is starting to transition out of basketball a little bit. He may you think he's announced like fifteen different film projects? Uh, yeah, like- I, yeah. I don't know. Like I I can't remember about this at LeBron Wire like. The way he is wired, he's not going to just let. Yeah. The t- his team he's on isn't just going to – they're not even going to be the eight seed. Like, they're going to be the four or five seed. Like, they're going to be a good team in the West. Like, I don't think they're going to be, like, a team that barely gets in. And I know, like, a lot of people, like, were saying, oh, who knows if they'll even make the playoffs because the West is so good. I just – I can't. Yeah, I mean, look, LeBron has never played out here. I think let's get back to the. Blazers. But the West has never played against LeBron either. Yeah. Like it cuts both yeah, ways. It cuts both ways when you're that good. Like, I think the big thing with like Dame, he just didn't seem excited. No, I think I, I think also too. In it's fairness, like, he didn't seem excited. For everybody, I felt like everybody's he's a little, still. He's got a little yeah, I think everybody's still feeling the playoff loss. Like, and also the way that they got dragged. Like, all summer. <laughs> didn't somebody say... Didn't somebody... They asked about the playoff loss, and they were like, yeah, it was bad for a few weeks. Who was uh, that? Zach Collins. Was it but, Collins? Or, but yeah. he was a young guy, so that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. yeah. He didn't really play. We're going to we're gonna have to block a little bit of time out for Zach Collins. But yeah, I thought that, uh, I thought that Terry... Or uh, not Terry. Uh, Neil. Uh, it just seems... It seems like he's like... The spacing's better, and everything's fine. And I'm not convinced everything's fine. No, and I thought that uh, Terry Stotts had one of his more interesting quotes I thought was talking about media day and how excited it was, he was and talking about how it's the best day of the year. You said and, that? like, there's optimism and stuff like that. Like, it feels like it's yeah, like... Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that I saw a bunch of optimism up there. Today. Yeah, no, I think that's one thing that I that was a, kind of a takeaway. And it also... Uh, it was just, you know, yeah, I think Dame not being that excited. But it also just might be a thing where, you know, they've been kind of made fun of so long if they come out of media day and talk about, like, big expectations and, you know, uh, all this stuff after getting swept. You know, everyone, everyone's kind of, like, would make fun of them for it. I feel like they're kind of taking their humble pie right now. Yeah, I agree. I think one of the – I guess maybe this season is kind of like what we, uh, we kind of joked on the walk here, like – 
maybe the season is about Jake Lehman trying to play a major role in this team or a guy like Seth Curry stepping up. Or Con- Collins. Yeah, or Collins. Like maybe the season is just going to be about those role players and seeing what they have to offer. And hey, maybe they make the playoffs, maybe they don't. But it's probably, I mean, we're all talked about this forever. They're all going to be the same team basically with Dame and CJ. There's nothing different. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take one quick break and then we're going to talk about, I think, my biggest story from uh, Media Day today. So um, I thought the biggest thing today, at least news-wise, from today's media day was the fact that Mo Harkless said that he's still not able to play five-on-five. Yeah, that was interesting. Um, And this is – he had the procedure in like March of last year. So it's been almost six months since he had that knee procedure. And he's still – and he even came back in the playoffs, which was weird. He came back for games two and three. And then didn't play in game four. And so I don't know if they – they didn't really make it clear whether he injured himself more in that uh, or what it, what it is. But um, that's a guy who's penciled in as a starter. Um, so that's another – the Blazers are another team in the West that you know, they're not all the way healthy at the start of the season. Um, I think it's kind of a concern. Yeah. Do you think that means – Okay, let's say he doesn't – he's not ready at the start of the season. Do you think maybe Zach Collins, who wants to be a starter, will go put him in, move for root to three? And go, like, go big. big go real go big. big. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nurkic, Collins, Aminu, Dame CJ. That would Man, be a, I will say, That though, would be a really interesting – it's an interesting lineup, but also didn't we sit in a room, sit in a dark room today, stuff brownies in our face, and hear about how the team wanted to have great spacing? Well, Collins, True. Collins, Collins is a shooter, though. Like, I mean, they they envision him as a guy that can space. The yeah, field. I guess. That's and true. both uh, Olshe and Stotts, I believe Nurkic also talked about how they all three could believe that he could play with Nurk. Um, so Richmond was asking. All yeah, those questions. so I mean, I mean, because. The the question shout is, out to Mike Richmond. The question is okay. So Collins has all the has one year of experience under his belt that could potentially step in for Harkless. It's uh, and he played last year, whereas Lehman was on the team and has been in the league longer, but has not as much playing experience as Collins. I feel like your choice there would be either keep Farouk at the four and maybe put Lehman in to play at the three with him, or you go with Collins. Um, it's so contextual. Yeah, right? it, it, oh, yeah, yeah. I will say this. I think it's good on Farouk that either option could work. Yeah, uh, theoretically. Or I mean, I guess you would have to assume, make assumptions about how good Layman is or isn't going to be. But like, Farouk really can genuinely play both of those positions at a high level. Yeah. No, and and, and give you a different look at either in either slot. So. Yeah, I know, and Layman's looking noticeably more jacked. This year, he's got some. He beat me he, up. He's got a lot more muscle on his frame this year, so maybe that helps him play more four. Um, yeah, he kind of talked about that, but then somebody asked him how much weight did he gain. He said he didn't gain any weight, <laughs> but maybe he just gained maybe, some lead muscle. Yeah, maybe he lost fat. Yeah, maybe. Then, somebody asked Nurkic how much he weighed. Yeah, yeah. somebody. That just a really direct. Like, so how much do you weigh? Like that was the question. I, yeah. Well, I think it's because usually guys, this is like what the muscle watch. Yeah. So yeah. like. And Derek had said he weighed the same. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's, oh. that's like the most honest. Like, like he's like, yeah, I, like most guys are like, yeah, I put on fifteen pounds of muscle yeah, over this. Yeah. Or like, yeah, I just I, I, I lost some weight. Like, I'm I'm in check. There's like, no, I'm about the same. In fair, look, respect. Uh, on a certain level, the question felt a little bit like, so, uh, did you get fatter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, he looked good though. He, he didn't look. Fat. Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought great. actually Dave looked a little thicker, but maybe that's 
Just the same frame, frame is becoming more thick and jacked. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I, yeah. Uh, I thought that Nurk also was really at least he had he had the most swag of anybody up there today. Yeah. He came up there with a the gold chain on. He did. He's the only guy wearing jewelry on, uh, on, on, on at the party of today. Hopefully, yeah. I, hopefully, he sports it on court this year. Yeah, yeah. throw throwback Maurice like, like Michael Jordan, like Michael Jordan at the like contest with all the or like or, every every or like every baseball player like during like is, uh, my favorite thing ever is how baseball players just like straight up like wear like gold necklaces. Yeah, yeah. During baseball games. players are or, uh, or, or you know, just the Maurice Lucas look for uh, Nurk this year. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. Yeah, Maurice Lucas definitely rocked the gold chain. Um, I thought, it, yeah, no, I thought it was interesting that, you know, the, the Blazers decision makers are very trying to sell a positive image about uh, the team and the spacing and, the, and, and what is going to happen. But um, it is kind of weird to see a team when even though, you know, there were some moments of optimism – it's still really weird to see a team at a media day not be more excited. Yeah, they they everyone seemed on the defensive. Is that? Yeah, no, I think I think that's a good. Except for I think because, I think because but, this is the one team out of all. I mean, you look look at like every team that's relevant. There's you know you can always say okay, look, Lakers got LeBron. You you know you look at like every, every one of these teams, you can say oh they did this, they did this, they did this. Like this is what they did to get. New Orleans there. didn't do much. They got Julius they Randle. Julius Randle. They, mm, I maintain. Okay. Okay, but that's still a major move that they made. That's like significantly changes their roster. You know, you basically look at the Blazers and you and then you say, okay, they didn't resign Ed Davis and they signed a couple of backup guards that probably aren't going to do much. And then it's like, like that's all they did. So in the grand scheme of things, like you know, Utah is you know, either you know, you know, Utah had such a good year. Uh, Oklahoma City, we think Melo is losing. Melo is going to be addition by subtraction. Houston made some changes. Golden State got Demarcus Cut. Like, like there's all this stuff you can look at with the Blazers. You're just like, yeah, they're about the same. They actually got a little bit worse because they lost Ed Davis. Yeah, and I, I thought it was notable that how many guys on the team mentioned not having Ed Davis. Uh, that was something he was that, everybody's favorite guy. Yeah, no, yeah. like Zach Collins. Collins like openly said we we have a leadership gap and somebody's gonna have to step it up. I think Colin, was, Colin, did Collins did he say that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did. I think he also said that CJ. Yeah, kind that's of what stepped, I. That's what I thought. CJ is kind of step, but there is a. It's notable that he that's admitted true. that there was a vacuum there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like like, and that's. Uh, that's something this team's gonna have to figure out, and maybe that has something to do with the fact that they weren't. Maybe that's part of the reason why they weren't so confident today is because they don't have one of the guys that has really been in their corner there. And it, it's like, and Seth Curry touched on it too that he was on the Mavericks, where everybody on that team that is important is pretty far along in their NBA career, yeah. has been around for a minute, and they have Dirk. Like Evan Turner is the oldest guy on this Blazers team yeah. at twenty nine. Like, it's a weird group, and the leaders next to Dame have to figure, like, they have to kind of emerge. And I guess apparently CJ has been assuming some of that. Um, but congrats to CJ on his engagement, by the way. Oh, yeah, congrats yeah. to CJ. And Jake Lehman got engaged too. Yeah, no congrats to We're him. not congratulating Lehman? No. Only CJ, not all only CJ, yeah. are created equal. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 apparently not. Um, all right. But uh, I'll defer to you. I thought it was funny that Dame. You know what, Jake? It's a mistake. Cut, break it off. <laughs> I thought it was funny that Dave mentioned that CJ getting engaged puts more pressure on him to get married. Oh, no, yeah. no, that's not what I heard. That's what he said. He said he's putting pressure on me. That, uh, Jay asked him if he got him a present. And I think he was talking to, to that guy. He was like, oh, you're putting more pressure on me to get him a present. 
I thought he was. I thought oh, he was saying. There was more pre- I, I I thought it was. He was you saying there's more pressure on me uh, to get funny. married because he's been with his girlfriend. I guess I gotta it. You know, you you could see it going either way. I think things are moving pretty fast for CJ because somebody asked him about like players demanding trades, and he kept saying like, and he was like, oh, I want to have kids in Portland. I want to like raise my family in Portland. Like he's already thinking long term. Well, there you yeah. go. I guess he. I guess he's not getting traded to Minnesota. Well, no, what are you? What are you guys proposing to your girlfriends? Can I just say? Uh, can I just say, I feel like Wade Baldwin oh, yeah. was the worst, was the worst uh, he was a loser media day in my opinion. Oh, no energy bro. up there. I actually, I was actually in the restroom oh, and I could you hear, didn't miss much. I, no, I, they had, it was crazy. They were piping it like the, the speaker, That's weird. The, speaker That's weird. the speakers yeah, yeah. in the bathroom were, I could listen to Wade Baldwin on the speakers in the bathroom. It was actually going both ways. We could hear you peeing. Yeah. That was it. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. But it was weird. I, 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 I heard someone ask Wade Baldwin about the e-scooters. Oh, uh, yeah. Casey did, yeah. Okay. And he got, that's the most energized he did. But otherwise, he was just like flat. I asked like, him, what, on, dude. I, I'm, doing, I'm doing a piece about restaurants and asked him what restaurants he likes. And he was just like. I don't know a lot of other places. He I said, anyway. I eat at home. I eat at home. Yeah. He literally said, Dave I eat at home. Sushi. That was so yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. The, the bam, Bamboo Sushi Gate. Dame. Bamboo Sushi Gate, yeah. Dame, Dame took a minute to uh, try to bury the beef. Yeah, he really he really went out of his Dame way. Dame peace offering. He's trying to start off media day with good vibes. Yeah, yeah. good vibes. Now, I still don't know. We don't know the whole story about what happened there. Gotta hear both sides. I think Casey posted something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, no, it's funny that Casey tried to, he, Casey was trying to, like, end the story, and then still, like, Dave, because Dave wasn't even asked about, it's been, like, wasn't even asked about the bamboo sushi specifically, he was just asked about, uh, like, favorite places to eat, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and he just, and he just, like, he offered up bamboo sushi to try and, uh, uh, he kind of, all of ranch. Yeah, he made a little eye contact with me there, and he was like bamboo sushi. Yeah, he's like bamboo sushi. Like he like I like I know you, everyone's talking about this, but um, no, I thought it was I thought it was really funny, and I think it's it, not just that, but I think the the Blazers are just in this in a really weird spot that I feel like it creates a lot of tension, and you all then you have you know another trade likely about to go down. Where another star player changes teams, yeah, and the Blazers still don't have one of those guys that's changing teams, and it's it does seem like it's like it's just like this endless uh, stream I'm of like surprised endless stream of moves that don't end up with the Blazers getting those on that, on that guys point, people talk about. Uh, somebody asked Olshay basically something along those lines of like nobody comes here, and he did say something like. I think you tweeted it out, or like, didn't he say like he thinks uh, there's an internal memo? Yeah, there's like they did an internal study that says that two thirds of the league basically doesn't participate in free agency the right, the way the other third of the right. league does. Yeah. Can uh, I? Can I? You know what? I don't necessarily disagree with Neil, but I'm about to offer a pretty hot take. That answer was reeking of loser mentality. Kind of sounds like the same person who said we shouldn't root for the Blazers to win the championship. <laughs> Wait, what? What on Blazers outside? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. That's not what it is. It's yeah. just that. Uh, all right, all right. No, but I, it did seem like he was saying, uh, like, yeah, poor little us. Yeah. Nobody wants to come here. It's not fair for us compared to the rest of the league. Like, what, small market. What can we well, do? in the way he was talking, he's like, he was like, you know, there's something. You know, something has to happen. He was like. Making it seem like front offices yeah, are like are gonna like start going to the league as like 
bringing this is a, bringing this to the league as like a grievance for like the next collective bargaining though, agreement. It's it seemed like he was setting the stage yes, yeah, for for that to be like small market teams need more I mean, protection. It, but it, like they can do anything about LeBron deciding he wants to go make movies in LA. No, yeah, that's well, a, also Sam Presti had a really long press conference last Thursday, and he specifically said he loves the competition at NBA. He thinks this is incredible. And he's also making smart moves by bringing Paul George. And he's in a worse market. All we're hearing for the whole year is, you know, Paul George is good. It was the Thunder should have traded for him. Paul George going to the Lakers. Paul George going to the Lakers. He resigns to the Oklahoma City. That's Oklahoma City. That's the smallest market in the league. No, it's uh, it's because they they show him, look, we're a good organization. We're committed to winning. We're going to treat our players well. And he was like, okay, cool, I'm in. No, and I I thought it was funny because Olshay was constantly he referenced that memo, and he's like, you know, like, and he keeps on (coughs) referencing that the the hardest thing to do is convince guys that it's a fun place to play, and that's the biggest thing. And I mean, I, and man, I was that, asking, that's what he was. That was, he just kept going there, and it just it like part of the problem is too is that I don't know what else he can say, right? Because he so ever and everyone knows, everyone's talking about it. He knows it. Like about, I, they screwed up the cap. They can't do anything, I'm, and so it's like, how many times can you start talking about the same point if you're him? I am going to offer a. Uh, a comment section ass take right now. Okay. Uh, you know, I was talking about how, you know, Neil spent the summer in LA. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, there's professional reasons to do that, I suppose. Yeah, agents, all but, that But uh, it's possible that Neil doesn't like Portland. Like, uh, that, like, I, like, it's, like, it's just, like, and I'm not trying to... You're not the first person yeah. to suggest that. Yeah. You know, like, that maybe, like, this is not the place that he wants to be, ideally. You know? And, like, uh... And, and maybe it makes it harder for him to sell the city to people. Yeah, no, that could be it. That he doesn't. He came from LA. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I know he came from LA because Donald Sterling was like paying him a ridiculously low amount of money. Well, he's also, and he was also. I mean, he's he moved to LA from New York. Right. So he owned like. The two markets he came from are the two biggest markets in the country. Yeah. Neil so, De- Deal definitely needs to get a different haircut and uh, start wearing a tweed jacket everywhere. You know, yeah, no, like like he definitely his swag a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. He definitely looks out of place up there sometimes. No, I I definitely do think it is hard to have so to have someone who like either has no interest in or just is not able to connect with the city and the market the way he would need to to convince players to come play here. Yeah, which is weird because Dame has that connection. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, yeah, no, Dame does, and it's, like, very, like, yeah, Dame like gets like, it. He remember, gets what Portland Like, remember last summer when Carmelo was, you know, trying to get traded from New York? You know, he had Dame and C. He wasn't interested in coming here, but he had Dame Which, and C. which it should be noted, it's ridiculous. Carmelo would love it here. But like, he had, know, like just, he had Dame and CJ texting him all the time, like, hey, you should come to Portland, you should come to Portland. Like, they're actively interested in trying to really... It makes me so, look, I was, on the, I was on the forefront of that movement, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. We, I just, Carmelo would just love it here. I don't understand, like, I don't, I, I don't get why he didn't get that. No. But, like, but, like, CJ was also, like, tweeting at Paul George trying to get him to come, like, all, all this different... Like, like, those two guys are all in on, like, trying to reach out to other star players and get them to want to come to Portland. Yeah, and it just in a way that the GM isn't. But it doesn't seem. Yeah, it doesn't seem like. I mean. Yeah, maybe the GM. I mean, the only, I mean the, no, maybe he is, but he just like thinks he's like like everyone say he's too 
um, stuck with the cap situation. It's like, yeah. ah, maybe it's not feasible. I'll show you that. Yeah, it's, it's, his his, it's his fault. But, yeah, it's like, but, it, but and it's just hard not to see him getting up, getting up there and being like, uh, the league, uh, internal memo, uh, you know, we're very screwed. Uh, blah, blah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what screwed them more than that is that you signed some weird players to deals that are too big. Yeah, and he was saying, like, he was giving everyone the story about how there wasn't really any team that was open to making a deal for the trade exception and dumping someone that the Blazers could have taken on and said that, that the market for that wasn't good. Uh, it was, yeah, it, it's funny because I think the guy that I, I kind of felt worst for was, was Terry Stotts. Mm-hmm. I felt like when I was watching him up there, he so was talking about the shooters and talking about the team that they've got and what they're looking forward to. And it seemed like he was really uh, trying to – he was trying to really believe what he was selling. I sure. thought it was, was really uh, something that I thought was really interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think my big takeaway from the media day was like, it's the Blazers. That's basically it. Yeah, they haven't changed. They haven't changed yet, and and it's. I I felt the vibe from the even the media, like the media there too. Yeah, we're all. It's like we we've been asking. We've seen this before. We've been asking the same questions for two years now. You know, can Nurk make the leap? Can uh, you know? Can last year I think the one question was could they play defense? Well, they did that. So it's like then they just completely faltered in the playoffs, and uh, I guess yeah. I'm interested to see where it goes, but it doesn't seem like they're they're not. I guess they're not. I wouldn't say they're not excited about the season, but they're definitely not excited about talking about the expectations. <laughs> like, and I and like I like I almost feel like a jerk saying it because I who I mean on a certain level, who knows what's gonna. And they were a wonderful defensive team last year. Yeah, and they still pretty much have all the pieces in place to continue being that. But it was hard not to be there and get a real vibe off of almost everybody like of dread. Yeah, and and there's not a sense of, um, yeah, it, it doesn't seem like there's not the rah rah that you normally get at media day, yeah. and I think part of it is the fact that Dame. I think they're, you know, Neil keeps talking about leaning on Dame. It's like I think on, on a certain level, like Dame's very like he's not saying it, but I feel like his body language and his like his mood is of that like a guy that they're putting up. Like too much on him, and they're relying on him too much. And it's the leadership gap thing is going to be weird because if they don't have a guy that's going to be like, all right, going to bring the team together. Like, is Evan Turner going to do that? Is CJ going to do that when the going gets tough? Like, it. Like, there are a lot of questions I think with this team that aren't just like you know the 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 X's and O's and the the people that they brought in. They have like some. Would you go as far to say it's a Jim's and Joe's problem? Perhaps it is. It could be a Jim's and Joe's problem. I don't even know what that reference is. Yeah, me either. Is. X's and O's versus Jim's and Joe's. You guys haven't heard this? It's not about X's and O's. Oh, Jim's and Joe's. Okay, uh, yeah. Okay, okay. All right. So it's I'm like never making how, a, I'm never how, making a joke to how you. The, how the personality is interact. Okay, all right. Come well, on. Any, any, uh, Sean, any, any takeaways from media day or no, anything else on your mind? Anything on your mind, AP? Um, no, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not like... There's really just not a lot to take. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you got like what? What? What was revelatory out of this meeting? Well, I'll tell you what. The heartless thing. The heartless thing was the only thing. That's 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 like actual news. But I'll tell you what was revelatory. Zach Collins is ready to fight somebody. Yeah, dude. He Yeah, he said he wants to be a starter. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, like there, there were like there were like a few things. First off, he gets up there. They ask, uh, they ask how uh, how the team felt about the uh, end of the season. He said it was bad for a few weeks, but then I got over it. Uh, and then uh, they asked him if he wanted to be a starter, and he said, "Yeah, that's my goal." Yeah, and uh, I don't. You could hear the little clicky clackies from everybody's. Uh, yeah, he's a future. Him and Anthony yeah. Simon. Did you notice that little bro moment? Um, when they were walking up, they no, they, I didn't like, see that. They, they had some good dap right before they walked. He I heard, I heard CJ. Go, go, I, one out of ten. How, how good was the dap? I heard CJ say yeah, C, CJ was one of the guys that he tickled out was Simons. He said that Andrew Simons has a real bright future. Yeah. Um, so, but it also sounds like he's not going to play at all. Yeah. So. So yeah. All right. Yeah, Zach, 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 Holland, Zach Holland, Look, this Zach is, what is from Vegas, dude. Yeah. He'll fight you. Yeah. This, this was that was. Look, the only optimistic thing I got coming away from that is that Zach Collins seems like he's ready to be in the NBA this year. So, all right, well, he's going to need to step up, uh, and that's going to do it for our media day coverage here on Lockdown Blazers. We still have some positional podcasts that we need to do, um, but uh, too much news at media day to get to that today. So uh, keep it locked here. Listen in, subscribe, and tell your friends. Take a break.